Hey, what's up, what's good? This is Showtime Balling, the podcast, balling on all levels, let's get it. Welcome to our Options Pathway series. We speak to the creator of NZ Elite, Mr. Ruben Wahi. Ruben speaks about his beginnings and nowadays in regards to basketball. He also talks about where NZ Elite has come from to now and where it's going to in the future. We'd also like to point out that this is just another program providing opportunities for our future ballers, a chance to experience basketball at a high level. Yo, without further ado, let's go. Welcome to Showtime Balling, Balling All Levels. This is a podcast, and this episode is a part of our Pathway Options series. We speak to the man behind NZ Elite. Let's bring in the man himself, Kia ora, Mr. Ruben Waihi. Yeah, kia ora, Jordan. How are you, bro? I'm good, brother. Good, good, good. Very excited to get this episode because I think it's very beneficial to hear different programs and ideas that are around New Zealand. Yeah, no, thanks, uh, thanks for the opportunity. Um, I know we've been communicating back and forth for a while, but um, yeah, it's, uh, I know we've both been busy. You've been busy. Nah, you've been busy man. Some good, been some good podcasts out there. It's been good. Been listening to them all. It's been great. Oh, good. That's good to hear a regular listener for us. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet man. Before we get into the NZ Elite um, program, let's talk about yourself. Uh, represent where you're from. Yeah, so um, I'm actually from Krongata or, or Bridge Park Hastings um, and, and resided in Hastings um, growing up and pretty much that's where I pretty much fell in love with the game, um, growing up with, with friends and family who, who love basketball. Uh, I come from a small family, uh, but uh, I've got a good bunch of friends from down there and um, yeah, so from Hastings pretty much. Mighty Hida Tonga, nice place, nice place. That's where I am sitting right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. So, yeah, so we talked about where you're from. So you just briefly talked about where your basketball, your passion started from, but could you elaborate more about where your storyline for ball started? Uh, well, I guess, it, I mean, like any other normal kid, I went to a small country school called Marae Kakau, and, and at that school, you know, all you do is you either play uh, rugby in the winter and then we played uh, cricket in the summer, so that's all I used to do. Um, I used to love basketball because my my father played basketball, my me and my mother played basketball, and we were just as kids would follow them around, you know, bouncing basketballs while 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 they played, you know, um, in Hastings, and then growing up, you know, just watching my dad play and hearing all the stories. Then it wasn't until I got to high school that I was like, geez, I want to, I like playing this game. I want to play it instead of playing rugby. And then um, from there, met a good bunch of friends, um, you know, and uh, we, we fell in love with Michael Jordan. (laughs) So all it was, was come fly with me videotapes, VHS. And then uh, you would go outside and try to imitate it. And um, it was me. Sorry, what was that? Tongue out and everything. Oh, yeah, that that was Paulie Winnetana. He was the tongue out <laughs> and everything type of guy. And then we had the likes of uh, Pulevi Tupo and then Herman Archeon and Gary Tennedy and Hennady O'Brien. So we, we were kind of like the rack pack who just thought that uh, we were the bee's knees and, and that uh, we could beat anyone. It was kind of, it was kind of funny. Yeah, so, yeah, at Hastings Boys, we're at Hastings Boys. We used to play together. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, you talk about, yeah, Michael Jordan, big, massive influence from back in the day. And I don't think, you know, this generation will understand the, you know, the impact that one guy had over that generation. 
Oh, it was it was huge from from the way you wore your shorts to the way you had your socks to your armband to you know the shoes you were wearing to the way you shot the ball. It was it was crazy. And the thing is, is that you know we never had our parents didn't have to drop us off at any basketball gyms. We'd just jump on a bike. Mm. You know, mm. we didn't have cars. Kids got cars these days. We didn't have cars. We'd just bike or run or go everywhere and, and just play the game because we just loved it. <laughs> you know, so we're we're pretty self motivated because even training and anything is just like, hey, I want to dunk it. So hey, let's train. You know, grab a skipping rope with some ankle weights and start jumping up and down. So, <laughs> so a bit different to these days, but yeah, we're pretty self motivated, and um, you know, we uh, we 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 thought we were the bee's knees, and then we got uh, reality check when we went to nationals and we came last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and this is and this is a story that you know, obviously we talk about um Paul um well Paul Winitano as we know nowadays, but um, yeah, man, yeah. he talks about the story all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that 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 would be nineteen ninety three. Yeah, that's the story where I mean Napier boys just won the nationals in ninety two. So that would be like Paul Hanadi, Jamie Hanadi, and Janera and that. And then in ninety three, we ended up playing them off for last place in Nelson. <laughs> and and they won. <laughs> oh, well, and so, then, yeah, you, just, they, you know they won the nationals prior to that, and then here they yeah. are off in that game. So it was, ooh, that yeah, was yeah. Great. And then and then we did the whole. Okay, then I'll see you later. And I went to church college. <laughs> there you go. We know the uh, the rich background of um, church college. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then I recruited Paulie winning time of the year after. <laughs> so hey recruiting and poaching was happening back then uh, it's a never ending story oh mate let them poach it's all good <laughs> alright so um, besides the NZ Elite what's your involvement with basketball today um, so I mean I um, I wanted to take a break from reps this year coaching reps I, I coached under 15s um, for the last two years and then but now I'm, I'm actually at under 17 nationals right now. So um, I'm assistant in helping out um, Coach Kazo Evans with the under 17 boys. Um, I thought I'd get away from coaching, but I can't. So <laughs> I've got a, I've got a problem. Um, so I, and with that, I've got a, I've got uh, my son who's down in Hawke's Bay, and my daughters uh, who go to St Peter's. So I don't have to worry about them because yeah. Coach Lean, Coach Lean's got that stuff. And um, with reps, Anthony Corbin's got um, my oldest girl, and so I, I don't have to worry about. It. So um, it's good coaching a team where I've got no kids in it. So because um, you know I love coaching, I like helping out. So yeah, yeah. yeah so we talk about St. Peter's and your daughter. Obviously, they're they're a, they're a powerhouse at the moment. We had um, Shelley Sledge Walker in one of our previous episodes, and yeah, they're pretty outstanding at the moment, right? Oh yes, I mean she's an awesome captain, awesome leader. I mean she's been like that since she was what thirteen years old. So <laughs> it's been like that since she was ten. Uh, um, she's just uh, that type of leader that makes players around her better. So um, her and um, Coach Leanne, you know, I've, uh, I've got a lot of respect for them because they've done a lot for you know for my daughter and a lot of other daughters. So. Um, 
yeah, no, nah, she's uh, she's a great talent. It's going to be good to see um, where she goes to college-wise and also some of uh, her other Year 13 teammates, like even Ella Bradley. So good kids, and um, they deserve everything that, that, that they're going to achieve and get. Yeah, no, they're awesome. Okay, let's get into it. Let's talk about yeah. the Elite. How did it begin? Where did it start? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, everyone keeps asking me that question with NZ Elite, and it's kind of like, you know, who is NZ Elite or what what is NZ Elite? And, I mean, it all started with, I guess, so just well, – I'm, I'm the type of guy where it's like if I, I see an opportunity, um, number one, I'm going to take it, um, and I'll do my best to make sure it happens. And, and if it involves either my kids or my family, you know, I'll go all out. You know, and I'll go all out for anyone's kids if it involves, especially if it involves basketball. So how how it actually started though was um, my nephew, Caslow Evans Jr. He got invited to a, a John Lucas um, combine in Houston, Texas, um, and that was for your middle school age. So that was from eleven to thirteen, eleven to thirteen, eleven to thirteen, um, kind of like our our year seven and eights. And he got invited to that. <clears throat> and then the next year, um, I don't know how it happened, but then Ezra got invited to it as well. So Ezra and Kesley went to the John Lucas um, uh, Combine in Las Vegas. Now, it was a, it was a huge eye-opener eye because we got there and then there were some top-ranked kids there, you know, kids who were 11 and 12 and just, you know, just hooping. It was just crazy. It was, it was an awesome experience. And then I was kind of cheeky because they ran this uh, John Lucas All-Star Weekend in Houston. And, you know, only the best of the best, like LeBron James' North Coast Blue Chips team had won it, et cetera. And I just asked, you know, how would how would you like me bringing a, a team from New Zealand, you know, the best middle-aged um, middle school team that I could, I could put together? And then they replied and they said, yeah, sure, why not? So I was like, oh, okay then. <laughs> so from there I was like well let's get a team together and then under 15 nationals had just finished um, Wabby had just played uh, Waitaka Canterbury in the, in the final and um, coach Sean Nance had just won it and I was I was a big fan of, of the way coach um, played his team and, and coached his team and because they beat us in the in the quarterfinals and and I asked them, I said, hey, I want to put this team together, been invited to the John Lucas All-Star Weekend. Um, how about we, we take um, this age group team over and, and give it a shot? And he just said, yeah, why not? And I said, well, I want you to be the coach. And he was like, oh, okay then. Well, I said, well, it's only fitting since you just won the under-15 nationals. Yeah. You know, So in my mind, I'm like, if you win nationals, you should be representing New Zealand in some form or shape. Right? So that's just the way I think logically. Um, and then we just came, it was actually uh, my son who came up with the name. He said, yeah, he's like, dad, man, let's just roll as NZ Elite. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And then we just, <laughs> that's how it started. Ezra actually named the team. He just goes, yeah, let's, let's, let's just go as NZ Elite and let's roll. And I said, cool. So um, with that, Coach Sean, you know, we got players together. We, we pretty much just handpicked the, pl- the players that we wanted. Um, and it wasn't just the talent. We had to take over, you know, the, the, it's more of a mental game going over there. Um, and we just handpicked that team, put them together. 
we got momentum, we got sponsors, uh, we got on the breakfast show, and it just kept rolling from there. And, and then when that happened, then we got noticed by um, the boiling on the beach. They sent us out an invite to come to Florida. And I was like, whoa, okay, well, I just know we're going to Houston, so let's do that first. So, yeah, so that's how it all really started, and um, the rest is history. So we've, we pretty much ended up doing three tours, um, one to Houston, one to Florida, um, down to Deerfield, Miami, and then the girls went to um, the Rocky uh, Mountain Showcase in Utah. So, yeah, that's where we're at now. <laughs> yeah, well, like um, it's all ends at a leap, and then you you think there'd be like a massive elaborate plan. But happened, <laughs> and it was just your boy. Well, I know Ezra, and he was like, "This role is ends at a leap." Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, we, we kind of similar. It's just like when we see something, we don't see no barriers. It's just like, hey, it's just a basketball tournament that involves a plane trip. <laughs> so, yeah. and and get your visas right. So. um we just wanted to take the best team that we could. Um, and when, when we said where we were going, the kids already knew what the John Lucas All-Star Weekend pretty much was because it's on YouTube, it's on Instagram, it's, you know, uh, Bronny and the Blue Chips were the hype and they had won it. They didn't end up going to that tournament. They came to Florida. But, um, you know, we got there and one of our coaches, uh, Coach uh, Mason LePoe, said, hey, yeah, this is after we finished the Florida tour. He said, look, we need to rename our slogan to hashtag reality check because if you want to, if you think you're good and you want a reality check, you know, you need to come roll with us and we'll show you what, how good you really are if, if, if you're looking to play in America or if you're looking to play college ball, whatever it may be. Yeah. And, um, and 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 that was it because you know we got we've been beaten by teams in all facets of the game and we had pretty good teams that we've taken over and um, I think the first team we played against was Team Griffin so you know Jordan Brand sponsored team handpicked kids from all around the country you know three kids who were six foot seven who were fourteen years old just dunking on us Each. but um, it's just yeah it's just another it's just another. Um, level mm. yeah so because but, when um like you probably can confess to this like if these op if these situations and these programs are around back in our day wow that oh bro we used to go to party here tour you know i tell the kids <laughs> when we're over there i tell the kids you know you got to be grateful and it's not just us i mean you see like like yourselves like polders academy uh, we've got Kenny Mack and the boys down in Wellington. They Everyone does a great job, and it's just like, our kids are spoiled. Yeah. They are so spoiled. Like, you know, we used to break into the chapel to play basketball. Nah, nah, sorry. <laughs> <Didn't say that>. <laughs> <laughs> we had a key. It's just someone left it in the door. Yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, regionals regionals would get a part here tour or something like that, you know? And, like, our kids are playing in, like, five star like some of the gyms that the kids play in now are better than some of the tournaments that we've played in in the states it's crazy this is like our kids are spoiled and when i when we take the kids over there it's just like hey man you gotta be grateful for where you are right now because you know your family sacrifice everyone's sacrificing for you to be over here to play against some of the best kids in the states and you got nothing to moan about <laughs> yeah, you got nothing to moan about, man. It's yeah. Just like, yeah, because like you, you think about it, I like 
when you go to like what people go to Australia or they go to Cook Islands or all that, those sort of areas, but you know, you want to go to America. You want to go and oh. absorb that, that that environment. You want to test yourselves on that platform because you see it on social media. It's so huge. Well, exactly. It's like, okay, you can go put on the black jersey, go play in the FIBA event, go to Aussie or go to Asia, play in the Asia qualifiers, whatever it may be. Um, but, you know, if you're wanting to go to the States, but you let's say you never get to play against USA unless you go to the World Champs and you play against the USA. I mean, the Tall Blacks had an awesome game. They played against, what, USA last week or a couple of weeks ago, the Junior Tall Blacks. Mm. Um, you know, but not everyone gets the opportunity to go up against the Americans, you know, the best in the business, you know. Um, and I just think that's what that's something that we provide. Um, that's something that um, Kenny Mackin had provided in, in Wellington. They do a great job. They take the boys to the boys and girls to their Vegas tournament. And and I think that's one thing that I, I spoke to you beforehand. You know, pre podcast is like. You know, everyone needs to give props to a lot of these guys who have been doing it for a long time. <laughs> well, you know, NZ Elite just, you know, there's more than just us. There's, there's, there are a lot of groups that are doing it, and I give it up to all of them because they provide opportunities for all these kids, you know, to go and experience this, whether it's in the States or even in Australia. Like, we went to Australia with Hoop Nation, and that was awesome. And you, you did your podcast with, with the boys, and um, Paul and KJ, you know, they're great ambassadors for the game. And we had a great time with the kids over in Australia, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, we are supposed to take a team to Australia. But, yeah, that kind of never happened. But that's another story. <laughs> you skipped Australia. We're straight to <laughs> Hey, you don't want us to go to Aussie, mate. We'll just go straight to the NBA. Jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we ended up going to the NBA. So, <laughs> funny enough. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, sp- I spoke to a couple of the, yeah, the boys, um, Ezra and uh, Denim, and they were... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 good, man. No, good, no, good. But um, we spoke about the Houston uh, experience, and it, like, only being, like, a, you know, a touch away from, like, James Harden, who's working out on the, on the the on the floor there, and then Ezra casually talking about you know, CP free, and I was like, man, these are household names, man. I was like, yes, yeah, that's, that's, that's so cool to be in there, those sort of guys' prisons. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was cool because that was like their Disneyland, you know, being able to go after the game. You know, I think James Harden just dropped 57 points after arriving at three in the morning, back to back games in Charlotte, you know, and, and the guys there just working out as hard as he can, like he just woke up, like straight after the game. And then we're walking through the locker rooms, through the showers. Our, our The woman managers had to go around, and then CP3 is running past them in a towel. And then it's like, oh, geez, CP3. But then the coaches were awesome because um, Coach Jeff and Coach Lucas, and then um, they were able to talk to the boys. And the thing is, this, their motivational speeches and the things that they had to say were the exact same things that our coaches say to the kids in New Zealand. It's nothing different. Nothing different. You know? Nothing different. It's, you know, schoolwork, work hard, you know, have a good attitude. <laughs> you know, it's the same thing. Same things. It's nothing different. There's no magic formula to being great at basketball, you know. Do those two things the best thing you can, the best way you can, and then, you know, 
just work hard. So, but in saying that, the basketball was was probably the icing on the cake for them when they were playing in Houston. It was good. So, was there any opportunities um, that has some of your athletes do they get identified? We're not just talking about the males, but the females at any time. Yeah, I mean, some of the boys got identified um, over there, um, which was good. I'm not too not too sure how far that's going to go because um, you have to be in there week in, week out. You know, those kids are playing in that level of competition week in, week out. Um, with the girls who just returned, I mean, we had a college coach asking for one of our players and I had to tell him sorry, but she's 14. So... <laughs> Um, that was pretty funny. Um, but other than that, you know, just being in that environment and some of the girls have interests, um, from different, um, schools and coaches over there. I've spoken to a few of the coaches and it was pretty, it was amazing. It was actually pretty good. So some of those girls haven't even been invited to a, you know, NZ camp and, they actually felt good about themselves that someone was actually interested in them. Mm. I mean, the girls were able to go up um, against a EYBL team from Colorado, premier team. Those girls were 15 years old. Was it Lauren Betts who plays for USA, gold medalist. Um, people were gold, America's gold medalist. Um, USA, under-16 team. Um, some other girls were in that team that the girls were like taking photos with, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, they're some of the top kids in the States. So yeah. because they were playing against them, um, opportunities arose where um, they were identified. And, hey, I hope something comes of it. If it does, if, if one kid, whether female or male, gets a scholarship over there, my work is done. I'll be so happy, you know. I don't care who it is. I don't care whether it's J. Cole, third or second, Div, Div 1. If someone gets a full ride scholarship, I'll be so happy for them, you know, and their family. I mean, that's pretty much that'll be the icing on the cake for us. Yeah, yeah. you um, you mentioned all these other other opportunities, other programs around the country, but you are exactly the same. You're just providing an opportunity, an outlet for um for our kids to play and get on their platform and go overseas. Yeah, yeah, and and like I said, you know, if we've got we've got some good talent in New Zealand. Um, and especially with the girls. I mean, a lot of our girls are going over there getting scholarships, but not all of them are getting the opportunity to actually be in front of college coaches. Mm. Um, and, you know, unless you're in that top elite, you know, with the JTFs or making New Zealand squads, et cetera, et cetera, you know, even then, some of them aren't even, some of them may not even get the opportunity to play in front of the right people. So I think a lot of it is timing and... A lot of it is is planning. It's probably better planning. Like we could plan better. It, we could probably plan better to go even at the right time. Um, but we still got noticed, even when people were saying we we're going at the wrong time. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's opportunities for everyone. Um, I think any organisation, um, even basketball New Zealand, whoever, if if they're doing things to help the kids out, you know, we're all for it. And I think everyone in Aotearoa just needs to back everyone because hopefully we all have the same goal. Because sometimes I think we get a bit too protective over some of our kids. Mm. You know, sometimes either organisations get protective, coaches, trainers, or whatever. 
I was like, geez, man, it's just like, you know, we always just say, let the kids play. It's always been like that. Just let them play, man. Just, just like us when we were growing up, you know, we just wanted to play. And now it just seems like we, we're bringing in too many policies and too much politics involved that actually hinders a lot of our kids from playing. Yeah. Or, and they and they actually get them. They're going to miss out on opportunities. Yeah. Um, yeah, like and, before, you know, you know, the, uh, the territorial game of, um, of athletes, um, but I think those athletes will never forget, you know, the, the work that you've done for them um, and let them yeah. on different platforms. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look, look what Steve's doing. So with, with Pathways, um, Sports Pathways, and with the high school um, invitational that they're doing, it's, it's awesome. It's just, they're just, you know, he's giving back to the, to the country, to the community, and to these kids. To give them that that insight on what it's like to sit your SATs, what it's like to prepare for college, what it's like to um, train with professional trainers, and you know, and then to have that game televised, you know, that's awesome. That's awesome what 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 they're doing, you know. So everyone's doing something in New Zealand, and it's great, you know. It's better than there's just being one option. Yeah. <laughs> And we're just we're just one of those options. We're just we're not saying that we're the best. We're not saying everyone come to us. We're just saying, hey, if we if we fit, then hey, come with us. But you know, each to their own. So sweet. So if I'm an athlete and I'm sitting at home and I'm like going, wow, I'd like to be a part of NZ Elite. What's the what's the process? What's the way to kind of get in there? Yeah, so we're going to be more planned for for 2020. So um, there's going to be some changes happening and we're going to start planning earlier. And for NZ Elite, we we usually handpick who we want to take. And usually that involves selecting people, of course, who have a great attitude, who love the ball and who are talented and also kids, we we look for are kids who are either don't get that chance or they've kind of missed out, but we know they're talented. Those are usually the kids that we look at first, is the kids who, hey, you're super talented, but you haven't been given a shot. We would love to take you. And then there's the kids who are super talented and they're awesome kids and they're good enough to make any team in New Zealand and we hit them up as well. <laughs> you know, We hit them up as well. So if, if you're a, a kid who's wanting to come on, uh, come with NZ Elite, we're actually going to advertise and put out the different um, tours we're doing next year. And if you're interested and you want to come along, well, we're going to let you contact us and we'll be in touch and and go from there. Well, that sounds exciting. So it's going to be a good schedule coming up next year. And it's great to see that you're giving those opportunities to these kids, man. It's such an inspiring thing to hear. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Man. And like I said, there's a lot of people doing it, you know. Yeah. It's not just us. And we, we give props to everyone, everyone who's doing it. Yeah. Yeah, so um, yeah, let's, let's shift the athletes aside. But did you kind of find that, like, you know, the adults who went on these trips, they kind of, you know, they kind of felt like, oh, man, they, you know, just uh, – feeling you felt like you you uh, appreciated it more than maybe sometimes the athletes um as adults yeah like appreciating um 
like I mean, like you mean like just appreciating what we're doing for the kids? Or... Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we we full on appreciate, you know, every opportunity that we got to play basketball, you know, on American soil, and that's what we tried to um, teach the kids: is that hey, being appreciative and being grateful for the opportunity to to play basketball out of out of New Zealand is a privilege, you know it's a privilege. So you can only just go there and do your best. You can only go there and do your best. And it, for us, we had to do our best to make sure that the kids were number one, they were safe, um, that they'll have the opportunity to perform at their best. Because man, that jet lag they can hammer you, eh? Yeah, <laughs> you've been over there. Yeah. And and the kids did so well. The kids do so well. So we we, we do a lot of preparation around that. Um, but yeah, no, it was awesome. It's awesome, Jordan. Yeah, because I feel you talking about jet lag and travel. But for your girls, they probably would have felt it too. Going to Utah, and being at altitude, so you got to change your, you know, how you are as an athlete. So yeah, different, different environment. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, the altitude hit them on the second day. I mean, those lungs were burning when they um, when they were playing over there. They ended up playing one of the top um, high school girls teams over there. They were supposedly ranked over there, and they ended up beating them. Um, but then they went up one of the went up against one of the best AAU teams, and yeah, they got a lesson. <laughs> hey man, you're either winning or you're learning, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey man, thank you very much, Rubes. I know you're busy and I've got a lot of things on. Uh, first and foremost, thank you very much for the efforts that you do for the kids uh, and the parents involved as well. Um, I definitely they appreciate it. But, yeah, man, all the best. Yeah, no, thank you, Jordan. No, thank you very much, bro. Awesome. Hey, that's full time. Thanks so much for taking the time out with us here to listen to our episode on Showtime Balling, Balling on All Levels, the podcast. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook on Showtime Balling NZ. We cover most aspects on everything basketball. And we're also dropping our apparel and merchandise line soon so you can rock and show your passion and love for ball. Hey, until next time, peace. <laughs>